Is this 11, isn't it? It is. Okay. Hello. Did something happen to me? Is it 12? Oh, Mark Redman was 11. Was he? Are we oh sure? Oh my gosh. We're on 12. Uh, oh they say most podcasts don't make it past the 11th episode. Is that right? Uh, well, so, um, Brian, what's his name? Brian Keane, the fitness dad said. Uh, Mark, no, <laughs> what's her name? You get the most feedback <laughs> to this than anyone. It's not Brian Keane, the fitness dad. Yeah. Or, like he said in Oh, no, he didn't say it to me. Oh, no, this man right. is really famous. Oh. <laughs> I listened to his podcast and he said ah. it in his podcast, the most podcasts on my past. Yeah, this is 12. Right, okay. Right. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Paper Tuesdays with Mark Halpin and Michael Dwyer. Yes, it's just the two of us. It's just me, Mark and you. You click play on this episode 12 of Paper Tuesdays and we're ready to go. We're ready to take you into the world of craziness, the world of daft parishes across the world and some quirky local newspaper stories as well. Mark, it's so good to do this with you. Let's have it, Michael. Okay, well, Parish of the Week this week. Third Whiskey Distillery for Fossa in Kerry. So this is a big story as Umbor Canala has paved the way for what is to be a third whiskey distillery within a, each within a stone's throw of each other in the parish of Fossa, which is just outside Killarney. So this is good to see, you know, that Fossa, it might not have three shops, but at least it can say that it has three whiskey distilleries. Um, initially, it wasn't going to get permission, planning permission, Mark, because of the um, nature of the area, um, because it's a lakeside village. It's it's earmarked for tourism projects. Uh, the owners of the property said, ah, this is tourism. They went on Lord Planala, they won their case. And so the people of Fossa can sleep tight tonight knowing that they'll have a third whiskey distillery for them. Another case of the anti-crack anti uh, brigade. Oh yeah. Yeah. We yeah. may visit Michael and show him how it's done. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, Imagine think. if we like went and did an outside broadcast within the whiskey distillery and said, oh, how are you getting on? What's it like in the third one? How does this taste different to the other two? You know, um, if there's a bit of a culture of this type of um, distillery uh, antics going on down in Kerry. In Kenmare, they have the Tom Crean Ale Brewery and Dingle and Catterside have distilleries as well. So it's a... Uh, it's just a renaissance of uh, alcohol in Kerry at the moment. That's what it sounds like. I've always found that whiskey, for me personally, has been time travel juice. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Explain, so please. I, or I go up to the bar and I order, say, a whiskey, Jack Daniels and Coke, and I have two sips, and then boom, it's the next day and nobody's talking to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that feeling, Mark, but I can only imagine that it's sensational, really. It is, it is. Yeah. Yeah, you probably didn't want to talk to them anyway. Me? Yeah. Who? The other people? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I did a lot of talking to them. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll head to Fossa then. I think it's fair to say that. Yeah, we'll go to Fossa. Yeah. We'll go to Fossa as well. <laughs> You're going to lose your job because of this podcast. <laughs> Moving on then. One man that hasn't lost his job and uh, another renaissance in music is DJ A.D. Kelly. This is from the Fermanagh Herald, Mark, and this is a DJ, and you can look at him there, Mark. There he is in his purple T-shirt with Palm Beach on it, with the Apple Watch on it, and on on his arm, and you know you can. He's been he's done one suit Saturday night too many in my eyes. Yeah, he looks like DJ Kelly. Oh, so Mark in the big in the nineties, he played in the big clubs around Northern Ireland, like the Arena in Armagh and others in Belfast and Port Rush. He was actually under the promotion of the well-known. David Hull, never heard of him. So um, he played in all the major festivals across England and he just thought that his music was changing a little bit and he thought 
that um, people didn't like his, and I quote, funky mix of house and dance music, remixing lots of golden oldies from the 90s. So he thought he was going to pack it in and then COVID came and he had actually resigned in last Christmas and then since the pandemic he's decided to go back at it and he's had up, uh, he's had gigs that reach 4,500 views and he has regular listeners from Australia, Dublin, Donegal, London, Liverpool, Philadelphia and New Zealand. So fair play to DJ AD Kelly and it's unreal, it's all over the world, he said, the scope of where it gets you is unreal so it's great that this man has uh, enjoyed it and he's uh, uh, I'm sure you wish him well Mark I do don't stop believing Aiden. now that's the spirit that is the spirit and now we go to the Dundalk Democrat where much more serious goings on are happening there Mark uh, guard a warning over laughing gas nagging craze among teenagers how did you feel about this have you ever done these at any of your raves Michael uh, at any of my raves yeah yeah. No, you've never done the laughing gas. How? No. How so boring. So this comes up at raves. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. This is what they all take these balloon canisters. They, they put the laughing gas in the balloons, isn't it? And then they, they suck on them and it's sort of like... I didn't know it was a rave thing. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. it's a party sort of a thing. Like people, Party thing, right. Imagine yeah. how shit the company would want to be in that you have to actually bring a supplement for laughing. <laughs> That's a good point. Mm. I didn't think of that. That's 2020. Um, would you believe its long-term effects are changes in mood and depression? Hmm. Uh, frequent use can lead to red blood cell problems, which could result in am- anemia. 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 <laughs> and heavy regular use can cause vitamin B twelve deficiency, which could lead to nerve damage. Like they put this stuff in balloons. This was yeah. Yeah, break your brain. Why not? <laughs> But it is inhaled, sometimes referred to as nagging, and has become somewhat of a craze for teenagers. So they've done a lot of this morning, and their readers not to take this laughing gas, and there's pictures of laughing gas canisters seized by Garvey. So, um, yeah, I'm surprised that that's the way we've gone. But... Yeah, well, I suppose you're not cool if you don't do it, Michael. Oh, right. So, you know, it's either be cool or be smart. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. Okay, well, we'll move on from that. <laughs> And then we have our third story from the Longford Leader. And a court has heard how a pregnant woman is to focus on motherhood. So this is a young lady, 18-year-old. She's from Swinford in County Mayo. Somehow she managed to get to Deals Market Square in Longford, where she took €150 worth of clothes from Deals. That's a task in itself. Mm. I wouldn't be able to. Like, €150 worth of clothes. Deals. That is the truckload. She must have been doing some resistance training now in preparation for this (laughs) afternoon. (laughs) So she was arrested as a result, and uh, the defence solicitor says she was remorseful over what happened. She was keen to... She's now keen to stay out of trouble, and she's going to focus on motherhood. So this is a a noble result of this um, bit of a... It was the judge... Unfortunate incident. The judge told her to focus on motherhood, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I, that's what the headline was, Mark, actually, now do you say it. And now the the story itself says that the pregnant woman herself has said that she's going to focus on motherhood. Right, that's one or the other. Like, it's, yeah. It's sexism if the man told him. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it that's is. It's 2020. Why can't you be a mother and still chase your dreams of being a criminal? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something our Flash Flood would say. Let's have a listen to this week's Flash Flood. It's a different tone this week, but we won't spoil the surprise. <laughs> Well, fellas, I'm uh, I'm on my holidays this week, so I'm kind of relaxed and chilled out, and I'm not going to get too upset about anything. 
but uh, I, I was going to give out about the English, but I decided being in Belfast, it's a subject that's a little bit too sensitive to broach, but I'm going to put on my big boy trousers now and I'm going to talk about how America has gone to fucking sh**. You have people over there running the country that didn't get enough hugs as children and now they're taking out on everyone else. And then on top of that, you have the news, which isn't the news, it's the opinion hour with Mitch McConnell or whoever it is. And it's 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 just gone to sh**. Gone to sh**. America's gone to sh**. It's not what I was. Uh, last time I was over there as well, the place has fallen down. It just needs to be knocked and redone again, a bit like our club. Now... That brought us everywhere, didn't it, Mark? Uh, that, yeah, that was a, a globe-trotting yeah. whirlwind of complaints. <laughs> and speaking of globe-trotting, James himself, it has to be noted, like, his tone is, is lower this week, you know. He, I'd say he's been comforted by Katie. He has, yeah, Dave. <laughs> I'm sure he's been comforted. <laughs> he rang me yesterday. Yeah. And he goes, you'll never guess what. And I said, what? And he goes, I got engaged. I said, no, you didn't. And he goes, I did, I did. And Katie was in the car with him and she goes, he did, he did. And I go, no, you didn't, James. No, you didn't. And he goes, ah, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could tell from it that he's all soppy and sentimental. Oh, oh imagine if we got a gauge. Oh, what will our children look like? Oh, look at this, look at that. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's, it's all that lovey-dovey stuff, I mean, isn't it? We've been through what his babies would look like, though. They'd be very hairy. Yeah. They would, they like would. little bear cubs. <laughs> so between Guinness and Katie, no. This has led to a whole new discovery of uh, a new vision of what America should be like, according to James. I do love his observation that, you know, the America's problem is not enough hugs as children. Mm. That's interesting. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to think about that now a little bit, Mark. Like, hugs as children, like, have they such a an igniting effect that they can change the course of uh, a country's fate? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. not too much now. You don't want to hug the children too much because we've had trouble with that in Ireland before. <laughs> so just the right amount is important. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dearie me. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot to be said for it. Like, Donald, I, I, he's always thrown um, shade or he's thrown light on, on Donald Trump there. He's saying that he wasn't hugged enough as a child. Do you think Donald Trump was hugged enough as a child? I'd say people were hired to hug Donald Trump as a child. <laughs> his father was very rich and as well, yeah. wasn't he, before him, he sort of inherited his, his wealth. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So do we agree that America is just in an odd place at the moment? I think, yeah, yeah I think that's fair to say. Yeah, the big thing at the moment, I, how I find is, like, TikTok really took a hold. Mm. Yeah, mm. and now America's like, oh no, don't be TikToking. You know, we can't we can't be TikToking all the TikTok at done time. Is it the whole of America? Or is it just Trump that wants? Oh, rid excuse of it? me. Yeah, I mean the power of Trump and and the and the administration there. But it, it is it comes down to I suppose the politics of it, like just China, 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 China. You know, like the fact that China has ownership of this app, and um, I think I don't think you can have a Huawei phone in America. Did you follow through with that, yeah? Sorry, Robbie. <laughs> I just asked Robbie, he doesn't have a microphone. <laughs> and yes, he wants China to sell TikTok to Microsoft. Um, and But like, as well as that, right, so we now know that. that mm. Now, today is Tuesday. On Friday, he didn't want Microsoft to buy TikTok. You know, so this yeah. is how things change in the course of a few days. You know, it's just, uh, the man is uh, one of a kind. Yeah, well, he's banned in... USA. Yeah, so you can't get Huawei. So, Jenny, could you get TikTok? You know, so, um, yeah. TikTok would have to sell, though, wouldn't it? Like, most of their 
users would be American. 170 the million. Yeah, they're people. the only ones dancing. Yeah, they're the only ones stupid enough to use it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they're saying the user data that they can get from TikTok. Is there that much? Now, I'm not a cyber criminal expert or anything, so I don't know what uh, TikTok can get from you watching a few videos of someone dancing around their living room. Mm. Mm. And what are they looking for from me or you like? Yeah. People like us that get worried about that kind of thing are um, ridiculous. Yeah. I know of people. I know of people who think that <laughs> the vaccine for the coronavirus is going to be made by Bill Gates and he's going to put microchips in us all right through, through the vaccine. These are people that you know. These are people that I know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> we've we've come a long way there, Mark. But uh, to get back to our flash flood, do we agree with? Well, I think we can agree with anything that involves James Flood softening his approach to life, his vision of the world, and long may Katie um, comfort James Flood. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to say something there, but it's probably out of order. I probably can't say it. I'll just agree. Yes, I agree with James Flood this week. <laughs> So, Mark, we haven't got a guest this week. I, just to comment on that, isn't it interesting? We've had a run, a blitz of interviewed guests there over the last few weeks. We've thoroughly enjoyed every one of them, mm. correct? Yeah, it's been wild, the level of people we've had on. We've yeah. had very successful people that actually want to come and speak to us, which I've, yeah. been, I've been blown away by. But it's, a, it's the fact that every one of them, I've left feeling better from it. You yeah. know, it's a proper conversation you have with each one of them. And... Mm. There's always something, some nugget of wisdom that you take from their interview, I think. Yeah, even Gavin. Even Gavin's stamp. Gavin. Yeah. 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 What did Gavin teach us? Um, not to be pissing on your father. Not to be pissing on your father. These are <laughs> life lessons that we need to bring to the people. <laughs> yeah. Who else is going to tell him this? Yeah. Or he are going to tell him no, this? No, no. School guidance counselling now. What, what is it? You know, you don't get this advice, this real life hard hitting advice. That's it. The man isn't holding us down. We'll give you the truth, people. Yeah. <laughs> So this week we are, I have a game for just me and Michael and it's called Mark, Michael or Mistake. And we're going to ask our beautiful podcast director, producer, hair and makeup specialist, Robbie Dunn, <laughs> to be the adjudicator. Okay. Okay. Why don't you introduce yourself or something, all right? Have yeah, a introduce chat. yourself. Yeah. Okay, so. uh, I'm Robbie. How's it going, guys? Well, Robbie, welcome. <laughs> Thank nice you very much. You. So it's good finally getting on. Yeah, 12 episodes. 12. We've had you down. Oh, 12, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm Rob, excited. <laughs> Robbie is from Kilmockridge. He was a fellow uh, student of ours in Gorey Community School in mm. the sixth year. Yeah. Um, took me under his wing. Yeah, <laughs> we actually sat beside each other in maths, and I was blown away by Robbie's acumen in maths. Uh, mm. George Sunderland was our teacher. Shout out to Georgie. Yeah, and uh, we we sat beside the three of us together with Megan Cullen. We formed a tour de force of mathematics. Uh, mm. It's fair to say we tackled algebra, geometry, anything that took our took our fancy. And um, yeah. I wasn't ever one for maths, but Robbie got me through it. Yeah. He took me by the hand. Well, I think we all got fairly average results now. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that project That's maths? not a reflection of George Sunderland. No, let that be noted. Anyways, that's for another. That's for another. <laughs> that's for another. That's good for another <laughs> episode. <laughs> Anyways, Mark, the game. The game. Okay, so what I'm going to do is give a statement, and I want Robbie to guess whether it's true of me, true of Michael, or true of neither of us. So okay. that'll be the mistake. So it'll be either Mark, Michael, or mistake. Okay, so number one, Robbie. Who got hurt messing during a first aid class and had to leave to go to the doctors? 
I may have gotten a hint there, but it is uh, Michael. No, it is me. Oh, what? It's me. Yeah, we were doing the module. I thought you knew. That's why I was like, Michael, should I take her out to? See, I actually thought Mark was going to refer to a different first date incident, but we're we're not going to go there. We're going to go there. Well, I don't think you were in my first day class then, Mark. Oh, you got a different... You have another story? Yeah, but, like, if it's, it's so bad, I wouldn't even... Uh... <laughs> Tell it if you want. <laughs> well, we'll see if we'll use it. Or, or, uh, yeah, sorry, don't say it, we'll see if we'll use it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got flashbacks there <laughs> into my own first day class, and um, there was an awkward incident where I was being... Um, the, you know the Heimlich maneuver that is, yes. yeah and no I, I can't I can't see it on air say it you got an erection no I didn't <laughs> see, somebody <laughs> else did no but the tall someone started saying oh Michael has an erection <laughs> I, I didn't have an erection oh, should but I, I didn't but, did. then, but it was so it was so um, <laughs> annoying Accusatory I, Yeah it was so accusatory That I actually had to go To the facilitator And say no sorry I, I didn't have Look an this is what it looks like When it's erect Sure you don't know wrong You don't know wrong <laughs> I never knew that story either. That was great. Anyway, my story is useless now. <laughs> my story is basically that I actually was in the first place about me. I, well, I physically got hurt. You just emotionally got hurt. Uh, me and Grod Cullen were sort of play fighting down the back of the class because it was really boring. And I had a bracelet on it at the time, like a bead bracelet. And Grod snapped it. And I went, look what you done. You broke my bracelet. And he grabbed a bead from it and shoved it in my ear. <laughs> And it got stuck. <laughs> and I went up to her one given the first aid class. I was like, this is handy now. She's going to be able to fix this for me. And she goes, what do you want me to do about it? And I go, you're the first alien. And she goes, no, you done that. You have to fix it. I go, what do you want me to do? And she goes, I don't know. Go to find your teachers or something. Like she was just the first aid lady given module in the class. And she would not help me for loving her money. So I had to go up to the doctors and get doctor to like wash my ear, the bead out of my ear. And he let me keep it. <laughs> do you still have it? Uh, no, I don't. No. All right. <laughs> Okay, we got more than we bargained for there. And <laughs> uh, what's number two, Mark? Uh, number I get two, half a mark for that. Half a oh, mark, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, statement number two or question number two is: Who was reprimanded and disciplined within a concentration camp? Michael does look very guilty at the moment. Here. <laughs> Final answer. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Michael. Correct. Correct. Hey, yes, the answer that's is right. Michael. Michael, would you like to tell this story? <sighs> <laughs> no, not really, not particularly. That's good. Can I tell the story? We don't have to use it if you don't want that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the story goes: we and Michael went on a trip to Berlin in third year with the history class. Uh, our James was also on. That's this. right. Flash flood was with us Flash in the presence. Was with us in the flesh. Yeah. And so we went to visit the concentration camps. It was all very sad. It was actually a great trip. Credit to the school. Yeah. Fair play, GCS. Fair play, GCS. <laughs> Miss uh, somebody else and Mister, they got plenty of porter on that holiday. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> one day we were in the concentration camp and we were walking sort of in this area, and there were stones on either side of a lane, and the lane sort of went say from the camp to the workstations, and 
the guards would have been on the stones marching the inmates along the lane and basically what we were told by our tour guides was that if you stood off of the lane onto the stones you got shot the inmates would have worn hats and apparently what the the guide told us was that if you know the guards were feeling particularly miserable they'd throw the inmates hat onto the stones take off a throw onto the stones lo and behold i was walking behind michael and michael was wearing a hat that day so i grabbed michael's hat and threw it onto the stones and michael went out onto the stones and the teacher saw michael and started giving out to him because they thought he was messing yeah yeah the teacher thought i threw my own hat on the <laughs> as you do when you're as in a concentration camp looking for a bit of attention you know oh, look at me in the concentration camp here's my hat i'm going to throw it on the rocks anyway that's how oh, sometimes God. teachers take it but anyway. <laughs> you can have the erection but you can't have that <laughs> i don't know i don't know that, I you can have the erection <laughs> okay uh number three who got... No, this is... A, you're not going to want any of this stuff, actually. Who got into an argument with the lady who represents world peace? <laughs> I don't even have to guess. I wish we had a camera on Michael <laughs> for this. Michael? Michael. <laughs> yeah, so we won't go into great detail. I'm going to tell the story again because... Or do you want to tell it? it was, when was it? We just... It was an artistic disagreement and uh, that was it then, you know. Uh, Frank exchange of views yeah. yeah she was wrong so <laughs> wait who was it the world the world peace lady she came remember we all got out, went outside the school and held hands oh, for a minute yeah for the yeah. Guinness yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 Michael said down with that sort of thing oh <laughs> uh, we were yeah oh okay <laughs> <laughs> it's like a scalpel has been placed no, it's not. Michael never was against world peace. It was just an artistic disagreement between the two professionals. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So did you want people set up differently for the... Oh, no, no. We got on fine for the first few years and then it just got a little bit out of hand. Really, oh, so. okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, elaborate. You should elaborate. I mean, like, I had a college scholarship from oh, yeah. her. Yeah, uh, yeah. Otherwise, it's completely like... So you got a, a college scholarship from the world peace lady. Yeah. And then you fell out. <laughs> well, maybe we should go into great detail. If you don't go into great detail over this, or we can just cut it. I don't mind. A few beeps might just... Yeah, yeah, right. Go on, sure, tell, yeah, tell yeah. a story. Oh, no, there isn't a whole lot of a story behind it. Just, like, it's just one thing led to another, and then we were... We we, we had a... Uh, an uncoupling. Would that be right? Yeah, an uncoupling. <laughs> an unravelling. <laughs> not expected this <laughs> I was expecting a few laughs oh look at me oh look at you oh. now I'm just naked <laughs> naked naked and afraid <laughs> does it get better it does get better <laughs> oh it does actually yeah it does because they're not all you actually yeah yeah good okay so number four who recently became vegan what did you Oh, oh, wait, 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 I need the answer. First. Mark, Michael, mistake, you know. Mm. You can't help him, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt you would. And are you? No, you're not. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're trying to impress someone. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with mistake. Yeah, correct. Mistake. Right. Well, there's no way for anybody ever 
I would go vegan. Yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Next one. Who got their mother in trouble with a nun while in a toy shop as a child? I'm going to go with you. That's me. <laughs> yeah, that was me. We were in Burns toy shop when I was a child and my mother wouldn't buy me the toy I wanted. So I ran, I ran screaming, crying down to a nun. And I grabbed her around the leg and screamed and cried and pointed at my mother. <laughs> my mother was like, I know exactly what she said. Basically, she said, would you not buy, buy the child a toy or whatever? No she way. Said, like, yeah, she confronted my mother on it. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know, probably four or five. Like, What time was it? Well, I don't know. I have no idea what it was. Gosh, um, did you get it? Action man or something. No, I didn't. Ah. <laughs> got the wooden spoon. Yeah, when you no, she wouldn't fold to a nun, I'd say that. <laughs> uh, yeah so that's me that's another one correct Robbie uh, number six who won most improved Gaelic footballer five out of six years in a row in Gorey Community School was that you <laughs> was it Michael yeah, that was my there was no nice. limit on my improvement so, yeah yeah, yeah. it's ha- good that you had so much it was room nothing to, to do with the fact that I got on very well and did whatever work that needed to be done for uh, Mr. Connor Wickham no no no, no. no it was just how, how to do with my game football you, talent how many years did you talk out I think I, uh, did you you definitely done clipboard I did clipboard year. yeah definitely six year six year yeah yeah actually yeah I hadn't thought of that. Wait, what? One well, year was got, definitely a cod. Uh, where I didn't, I didn't talk out. But you mm-hmm. didn't talk out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is politics. But I think you. that was, we yeah. only played one match that year, I think, wasn't it? That was six year, we only played one match. That could so. have been it. Anyway, moving on. That's <laughs> so, the second week right. in a row. Or no, it was the week before that we complained about Gorey Community School Standard of Gaelic Football. But. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Number seven. Who fell asleep in the cinema on a Tinder date? I'm Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I did. Oh, I was yeah. very tired. Yeah, I, right, felt, I was once. On. I was. I was watching Anchorman two, and I fell asleep on a date. And needless to say, you can judge by my situation now that that didn't exactly work yeah. out for me. <laughs> well, in fairness, Anchorman two is not as good as the first one. It's really not, isn't no. it? It was so disappointing. <laughs> is that the one where he like drinks the ketchup and he's blind and? Uh... Yes, he goes blind, yeah, and there's yeah, a shark yeah. in the there tower. There is a few funny bits so in it, but it's just few, not worth. It's and very the long. of it. It's just. Too outrageous. They overplayed it. I think your man yeah. Cam or not Cam. What's his name? Your man. He's Cam and something else. But oh, um, Brick. No. Oh, the cowboy. Uh, Will- yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I can't think of his name. Yeah. Ron Burgundy. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Champ kind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, number eight. Who can tie their shoelaces the fastest? Oh. I would say Michael. This is Don't a trick question to. because we don't know the answer, so we're going to find out now. Oh. <laughs> Someone get a yoke uh, thing, uh, timer, or maybe you don't need it. I think you should do it independently of each other. Okay. So you go first, and then we're like, oh, Michael. All right. Can <laughs> you keep his time on? Okay. All right. So, we're Mark, how are you feeling? Okay. We're gonna get Mark. Is it two shoes or one shoe? Um, two shoes. Oh. That does make a difference, actually. Yeah. Alright, so you're... I'll do more. Okay, and I'll do my six. Right. Are we, am I starting in the... Are we going timer? Oh no, do you want to do marks first? And then I'll do his. Yeah, okay. Then we'll reveal the times. Okay, so uh, what's the starting position? Down on my knee. Yeah, we'll do it here. Right, 
Stop. What time was that? Oh, oh we don't know. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 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 We're going to reveal the time at the end. Okay. Right. Three, two, one, go. Shit! <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the prize? Now, this Robbie <laughs> said Michael beforehand, so is he not... Um, what's it called? Bias. Bias. Oh. I didn't even think of that. It's okay, okay, no, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just pressed start on the stop button and then stop on the stop button. But, uh, yeah, no, I can see. Uh, right. Uh, we'll reveal Mark's time first, which was... 10.49 oh. 10 seconds and You're not happy with that point that's good. I don't know if that's good Okay um, Just so you didn't I think It was think 10 minutes and 40 minutes. <laughs> I'm learning <laughs> And Michael Dwyer's time Was 9 seconds Yeah oh, no. Woo 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 It was very close Point oh. What was it? Nine it was point five of a second. <laughs> oh, I knew it. I knew when I seen him. Like, it was yeah. so graceful. Like. <laughs> it was so suave. I should have picked something else. Oh, no, I don't believe it. Most importantly, though, I was right. <laughs> yeah, you right. yeah, you got your time. Yeah. I think that was I a good game. A rematch. That was a good game. So what did you end up with there? Your score? Robbie's score? Seven and a half. Oh, wait, you did well, Robbie. You did well, Robbie. I definitely got a half score. We'll give him six and a half, seven and a half. Seven and a half, that's fair enough. Well done, Robbie. Well done, Robbie. Um, Mark, you want to discuss the HSE and their latest guidance that has emerged there. You you discovered it, yeah. Yes, the HSE is asking us to send nudes. (laughs) Nudes? Yeah, they want teenagers to have phone sex. Have you not heard this today? No, I'm not up with this advice. This is over the radio is that they're advising that teenagers or young people, they said, uh, don't have sex in person, that they do it over the phone. Really? This is all over the radio today while I was in the van. Oh, right. They're actually actually saying this. Okay. They're they're actually advising this. Our government is saying this. Well, have sex over the phone we discussed this earlier that we bring the truth to the people so <laughs> like the radio stations are just telling the, them what the government is telling them so do we think that that is fair to have sex over the phone yeah well like really are we at that stage now where we just do whatever to say wear your mask and do that over the phone and you know God there's be good worse to you. diseases you can catch than coronavirus by having sex right okay and people have been doing that I'm anyway, just a little so. bit lost like when does when does the government stop when did they say they're going to say it was one day I, I don't know these rules are ridiculous aren't they they make no sense like you can you can't drink unless there's food because the virus knows if you have paid 9 euro for a meal or yeah. not <laughs> it, it, the virus goes to sleep at half 10 <laughs> what do you mean at half 10 and it only lives in dressing rooms at GA matches <laughs> You're allowed fist bump but not shake hands. <laughs> Who comes up with this stuff? Like? Yeah, but now the, the, this thing, right? Or this, yeah. this, this elbow carry on, whatever that elbow is. Why is what that? is that? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's and it's free. The jujitsu powers are able to repel it, and <laughs> it's all good. But I agree with that. All for yeah, yeah. Fire ahead, sure look. But look, this virus um, touches all our our um, insecurities, and I suppose this is just another one where I'm just a little bit troubled mm. by, you know, the government should like 
just stick with its stick with its um, stick with what it's good at you know yeah. and I don't think sexual morality is what it's good at no no it's not and again Ireland and sexual morality don't exactly go hand in hand yeah yeah We're, we've come to a bit of a downer now we have <laughs> well, well um <laughs> On a brighter note, uh, Michael, yourself, and Ashlyn, who is also present, had a lovely weekend away there. We did. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. Any yeah. any tales? Any sights? Any strange? Yeah, good. Actually, we went to the Wild Atlantic Way, and I'd be all for the Wild Atlantic Way. You know, we went uh, round Clare anyway. We focused on the area around the Hinch. Uh, we went there, and when we arrived, we discovered that there was an advisory saying that you couldn't swim in the sea. So we couldn't swim in the sea then in the Hinch. But we drove 25 minutes to a beach that was safe and we swam there. Just a few things about on the Wild Atlantic Way. I met a woman there. Uh, I was in a shop. I love going to little knick-knack shops. And I love going to little quaint little cafes where, you know, the woman is barely making a living. And she's just, the next coffee is going to, you know, pay her more. You know, you love those sub stories. Do you know what I'm mm, talking about? Maybe I like the misery. <laughs> But it's just it's it feels more authentic when it's homemade and you know it's there's a woman and she has Sinead is her name and she has it on her apron and you know mm. it's just more hearty and something like that. So anyway, yeah. this is the Cheese Press Cafe, mm. and uh, I go in and I'm sure I'll tell you this story. Um, I was waiting for my coffee. It was taking a little while, and then this woman comes in and she was a great exuberant personality about her and she had her cycling gear on and she was going for an hour long cycle down to Loop Head and. Um, Anyway, she goes to the woman behind the counter. I'm going up now to Joe Shannon. Do you know Joe Shannon? Oh, well, if you don't know Joe Shannon, I tell you, Joe Shannon knows about you. What? Oh, he knows all the gossip. I'll get the gossip from you now. And then I go up to Joe Shannon and get his gossip. Oh, oh. And she was just full of beans and full of energy. So then she sees my top and I was wearing a Nave Energy A-Club uh, Pettit's Super Value sponsored half zip. And she goes, Pettit's, do you work for them? <laughs> <laughs> no, they sponsor a GA club and she goes oh we sell cheese to to, to Bennett's and so uh, the woman goes oh do you know what would be great now if we got a photo with you and the cheese and myself and then I was showing to the Bennett's people they love this they love it so we got a photo together I actually I've, I've tracked her down and I think I'm going to email her and ask her for the photo because I just it was a really impressive log of goat's cheese that we had and we were here in this cafe her and her cycle gear me and me pet it's half zip and here we are getting the photograph it was great it was a thoroughly authentic wild Atlantic way experience that's brilliant yeah, yeah. definitely get that photo we'll put it on the, the Instagram yeah yeah. yeah. but like Mark you haven't been travelling because you've been set flat out selling furniture um, helping furniture has been high in demand frontline service and you've been flat to the mat flat out yeah I haven't had a minute to sit down Michael to be honest yeah. But yeah. would you like to go to the wild Atlantic way or what, what? yeah yeah. I was only talking about it there the other day to me. I was like, how far did you go up it? Oh, not too far at all. I just love talking about it. I will yeah. do it all one day. I've done Kinsale, uh, that area of the coast now. We've done a little bit of Clare. And um, yeah, I, I'll do the whole thing um, in a few years' Why time. Why is the so. whole thing? You started Kinsale going to Bundoran, is it? Correct. That yeah. was a good guess, lads. <laughs> You're on the money. I'm on the money, yeah. Well, how long do you reckon it'd take you then to do that? Oh, you'd probably like? have to space it out. Like, I had great ideas. I was going to do a book, a history book on the history of the Wild Atlantic Way, mm. and I had I had done Google Doc stuff, and it was it was on my reminders list, and it was you know it was really impressive stuff. Mm. And then I went into um, let me remember Banner Books in Ennis Diamond, mm. and I saw Wild Atlantic Way, the history. 
uh, uh, the book there in the flesh uh, there just this weekend so that's put an end to my great ambitions of becoming a book writer but I will write a book one day Mark Alpin oh, you book. can bet that yeah, yeah better book <laughs> better book yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll draw a colouring book yeah <laughs> I'm becoming a colouring book actually yeah mm, I have plenty of tattoos um, anyway, anything else on the wildlife writer I love art shops and I love art I know we talk about art a good bit back mm. but like uh, did you ever think you'd become an artist or anything like that did you ever think you'd dabble in art I considered being a tattoo artist at one stage really and, yeah but then I realised I couldn't draw so okay. that, that's a bit of a hindrance right yeah, I think I just wanted tattoos yeah. I wanted to be around them and watch them being done more so than actually do them <laughs> yeah I don't really have the art bone or the music bone yeah yeah what, what I think but you can still appreciate it. I oh, think yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do, yeah. I think that's the beauty of travel at, at the moment with these staycations that, like, we're we're looking at what's around us a bit more. Like, the amount of times you see places that you wouldn't have looked at or visited before and now people are, like, actually appreciating and instead of hopping on a plane and heading off, mm. we'll still hop on the planes afterwards, but maybe it's just put us in touch with our nature and uh, our surroundings a bit more. Yeah, maybe so. I wish they'd stop calling them staycations, though. Right. I don't like that word. It's yeah. a bit like guesstimate or totes. Right. It's just, it's rubs oh. me up the wrong way. Or moist. I don't like that word either. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear moist compared with staycation. <laughs> it's just a thing, like. It's just a... It's what flooding gaities was like. Um... <laughs> 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 That's up there with the Holocaust, though, yeah. we thinking, whether we're going to keep that or not. <laughs> um, what are we on, kind of? Will we keep going a little bit, or how are you finding it? Oh, yeah, you do nerd every time. That's it. All right. Um, All right. So, so, say, yeah, so a little bit more on Wild Electric Way. I love the art shops, I love the tea shops, I love everything about the knickknacks and like even t- today we were in the Lavender Farm in North Wexford, like these little hot spots of tourism, like you know, I'm all for them Mark, we need to lap them up. Yeah, and Courtown, Courtown could do with less tourists. Yeah, <laughs> it was Lads, fine, there's loads of other places down the west, <laughs> if you go to look down that way is basically what we're saying here. <laughs> when we were when we were in the hinge I was blown away by the it was everyone was doing their walks on the coastal walks but yet they seemed like they were in a rush you know it was like you know I'm I'm so expensive I'm I'm so expensive, I'm so expensive. <laughs> I worked so much <laughs> I have my expensive headphones in I have my expensive dog and here we are and we're on our expensive holiday and we're going to walk as fast as we can now and our arms are going mm. um, yeah no we can cut this bit out but <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mark, you did jiu-jitsu for an hour and a half uh, No, two hours there mm, Yeah, yeah That's generally the length of the sessions I've been doing They're sort of two hour sessions I suppose Except we should discuss one, one, one hour Yeah, we did jiu-jitsu mm. together Yeah, you went On your birthday On my birthday, yeah birthday It was a great start of the birthday It really was We'd done 7am class What did mm. you make of it? Um, there was a lot of stuff that I didn't know and plus there's a lot of positions in the body that I haven't put in myself mm. in in a while like um Frontal flips, did it take you a while to get them? Yeah, it does take a while. There's an awkward, like, there is a movement pattern to it that you sort of you gain with muscle memory, but it is very, very clunky and awkward to start with. That took me a while to get as well. Like, I'm not, I'm like, not good at jujitsu. I'm still, like, a start, I'm still starting it out. I've been doing it since November. But, like, it takes a very, very long time to actually get good at it. A lot of study and a lot of practice goes into it. 
But yeah, no, definitely it does feel weird, doesn't it? Like the movements and stuff. It's not like any other sport. It's definitely not it's like not hurling or like football. Any other sport, like the the fact that you know a man can be sweating on top of you and that's actually part of the game you know mm. like it's not like uh, when I mean sweating on top of you you know like you, there's centimetres from oh it, yeah you know? no, they're breathing it's very very close very tense uh, yeah, situation but there's no room for hiding in it either you know because in a team sport you can hit your few balls and then the ball goes through into the field and you can act talk, the maggot there talk to your man scratch your arse yeah, yeah. And now there's none of that no because you're going to get choked out if you do that <laughs> if you stop you stop paying attention for a second someone's going to choke you or snap your arm or your leg or something you know? yeah. so it, that's what it's good for it like it's very mentally and physically challenging mm. yeah it's definitely it's definitely uh, something that I really enjoy and I find myself getting more addicted to it the more I do it because you do learn things and like different movements and things like that it's like it's more of like physical chess I think some people call it do you know what I mean? Physical it's not, chess, yeah. yeah. It's not yeah, just I going in like hell for leather, you know. Like, yeah. I would have been like that when I was younger, playing hurling football, very sort of brutish and just putting my body in stupid situations, running in, trying to be tough or strong, but then you realise you go to jiu-jitsu and somebody who's like a foot smaller and three stone lighter is able to just dance around you, like mm. snap all your limbs. And then that sort of, it really humbles you and thinks like, oh, there's something I need to learn here. Humbles you. Humbles you, definitely, yeah. Yeah, that's a great expression, Mark. Mm. And it's kind of brought me to something that uh, we were going to discuss where a recent incident that I had mm-hmm. uh, where I raised the alarm for an incident that was just totally, absolutely ridiculous. Um, you, I told you about this, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here now. I have to go for it. So like yeah. I, I was coming out of train and I realised that uh, or this woman was talking and she was saying how uh, there was someone in my car. She was telling my brother and he was eating biscuits while we were playing a match. Mm. Uh, in the car and I checked my belongings I had everything barred there was no laptop in the laptop bag so anyway the woman told us that she was he was in an estate we had to go we went off gallivanting and um, the man was arrested um, then the next morning statements were given and the next morning I went to work and my laptop was in my workplace so uh, yeah he the man was pepper sprayed um like, okay, you can take it from No, right, listen. <laughs> this is. No, 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 I can't include everything. Yeah, but you can just say I have to keep a bit of anonymity. Well, like, yeah, sorry, the man was in flash. another. The man was in another car as well. Um, look, the, the reason why I'm discussing this is because the, the what I felt like for the next two or three days was that it had humbled me. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, obviously now even saying this like it is embarrassing that I'm telling this story but like probably on social media and on podcasts as we do mm-hmm. we, we share the, the perfect sides of our personality and mm-hmm. um, this isn't perfect mm-hmm. and um, it's taught me that you know we hear so often just if we keep our areas clean if we take care of our belongings we'll live a better life that was a simple thing because my car was in an absolute state and I didn't know where my laptop was because I was too busy rushing around thinking, oh, it's good to be in a rush. It's good to be trying to meet deadlines as quickly as possible. No, it's not. It's better if you take a few minutes to say, okay, have I got that? Have I got this? And have I done that? Okay, I've done those three things. Now, you know, so to actually assess the situation instead of running from Billy to Jack where the deadline is the most important thing rather than your own personal condition 
Like, I wasted a lot of people's time. Um, it's fine for me. And a, a poor man was arrested. But, like, it's... It's it's not nice. It's not pretty. Mm. But he was breaking into cars, this man. Yeah. So he's not a poor man. Well, he's a poor it's man if he has to break that. into cars. But in the sense you mean he's a poor man... Yeah, it's funny you say that. Like, I see... Yeah, and a lot of... At the time of the incident, everyone was saying, oh, he's a so-and-so. Like, that... If that man's height of opportunities that he sees in life are in my car or in someone else's car, I view, I pity him. I mm. Like, I, I don't see it yeah. as... He's not the enemy. But I, but I made him the enemy because of my... Condi- of me causing a big scene because I thought I didn't have my laptop. So I, I agree with, uh, well, not that I, I see what you're saying and I see why it shouldn't be a case where now I beat myself up for this odd incident. Mm. But there's just no, I don't think there's any black and white in the world. And I think this is a fine example of it. Here's someone who's working and another lad who is up to no, up to no good hobbies in mm. a sense, you know. Mm. So, but yet both of them aren't right I go with hmm but you I think responded sort of correctly to it you know someone was breaking into cars you Do thought you know your laptop was gone you acted correctly for someone who thought their laptop was gone had you left it that long to the next day you were like oh I think someone took one out of my car as well do you think the guards would be as interested rather than taking a statement on the scene yeah well that's a good point as well Mark and it reveals someone like a force that deserves credit like the Gardaí I was really impressed by how thorough they were like they like if they're as thorough with that then we can we have a safer country like because well for the guards that I met anyway in their in their uh, administration of their duties like they were just they knew what they were doing and, and what policing should be and I think we give the guards a bit of a bad rap but probably in general mm. uh, but like I was blown away by blown away by the professionalism. Um, so like, and like you say, Mark, like I thought, oh, I was just ringing in because they were, they'd just taken out of it, and if a laptop turned up, then mm. they'd have. But no, they actually treated it like a crime, and they mm. fight crime. Mm. So they fight crime, <laughs> and then you rang them the next day, and it was me who stole the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> it was me all along. <laughs> Or you can imagine every mustache in your office. <laughs> you see, you missed out. <laughs> so, yeah, this has been a whirlwind of a podcast. Please keep listening. Please trust that out of this madness, out of this, uh, um, just a kaleidoscope of memories, uh, thoughts, observations will come something that will enrich and deepen your life. Because that's what we do at Paper Chooses. Isn't that right, Mark? We really do. We open your minds, and you should open wide for Paper Chooses every Tuesday here on Paper Chooses. Absolutely. I also want to give a special welcome to the world to baby Avian Rose, who I recently, as my father said, became an auntie. (laughs) (laughs) So congratulations to my brother Brendan and his fiancée Orla on the birth of their child. Isn't it good that despite any challenges that have been brought on by COVID that your whole family is going to um, be stronger as a result with this ar- ar- arrival of a little bundle of joy? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Isn't and then they grow up and then they go to school and then they're not liked anymore, really. No, they're not. I'm still waiting to be liked. <laughs> well, look, Mark. If you stayed awake in the cinema, you'd be liked. All right. I'm gonna work on that. So right. if anyone is looking for a narcissistic, narcoleptic, come looking for me. Ooh. Stay tuned. <laughs> what have we learned this week, Mark? Oh, this week we learned that the guards are very effective. Yeah. We learned that. Uh, no, I can't say it. So no floating Katie. That floating Katie are having a rollicking time around a, the country. A rollicking time is right. And then, last of all, what can we take from that? What can we take from that? We learned that I need to get to work on time my shoelaces. <laughs>